Welcome to the Fantasy Aceball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Aceball or X or Twix or Twixy, whatever you prefer. Uh, bear with me here. I am currently babysitting two toddlers as I am doing this podcast. So let us see how this goes. If you hear your screaming children, I apologize prematurely. Hopefully they're not too bad. Uh, news for the day. Nick Lodolo is apparently out for the season, not returning this uh, this year, which I made a trade earlier this season. Like two weeks ago, I traded a story release for Nick Lodolo and Tony Gonsolin. So that works out well. <laughs> Don't trade with me. unless, or I guess trade with me. Uh, all my guys go on the IL. So that happened. Mike Clevenger cleared waivers. Carlos Carrasco cleared waivers. Randall Gritchick cleared waivers. Uh, looks like the Guardians got Luis Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez and Matt Moore. Interesting because they're not really in it right now. The Reds got Harrison Bader. So super interesting there. And that is all the news I have right now. So let's get to the process. Children. Sorry. <laughs> Starting pitcher. Number 25, Ricky Tiedemann with the Blue Jays. Dude just pitched like three and two-thirds and got 11 Ks. Every single out was a strikeout. That is pretty phenomenal. I don't think anyone questions Tiedemann's skills. Uh, the reason that I don't have him higher and the reason he has moved down in my rankings is the injury, not the skills. Because he was ranked number 15 before. And now I've moved him down to 25. So a 21-year-old. Uh, I comped him last year to 2022 and Haney because the sweeper type stuff is just ridiculous. Uh, huge breakout last year, really nice fastball. The slider, sweeper, whatever you want to call it, is insane and definitely his best pitch. He's a tunnel master. This guy, his pitches tunnel, his fastball slide up, uh, change up. They just all tunnel very, very well together. So Tideman rocking a 28.2% K minus walk rate and a 16% swing strikeout rate. And only 22 innings, 604 ERA, 157 whip, which ain't real. He's got a 467 Babbitt. Uh, so, and a 144 whip, which I, tr- or FIP, sorry, that I trust more than the 604 ERA. But he only pitched 22 innings in double A and eight in A in complex. So, 30 innings on the season. He pitched 80 last year. That means he's probably maxing out when he's called up next year. He might break camp, but. Probably going to max out around 100 to 120 innings at the most. Ricky Tideman there. Number 24, industry darling, shortstop Jackson Merrill. Everybody loves the Jacksons. Jackson Churio, Jackson Holiday, Jackson Merrill. Uh, Padres, ETA 2024. He is 20 years old. Big lefty. I kind of have him as like a big lefty version of Marcus Semyon. And this dude has speed way above the grade, I think. Uh, but besides that, I think he's pretty much just going to be an above average type guy all across the board. Um, pretty solid power from the left side here. He's bigger though. What he needs to do is stop hitting the ball on the ground. So he is hitting the ball on the ground way too much, much better though, since he's been promoted to double a, but he was about 50% at high a 60% at a ball last year. But since he's gotten to double a, he's done a better job of lifting the ball and, especially aligning the ball. So that is something to note. Uh, we've got some positive skills showing here on that end. But in high A this year, 
He hit 283, 18, 444, 10 homers and 10 steals. At double A, 289, 358, 454 with four homers and five steals. Uh, 112 WRC plus at both levels. Strange. He's basically doing the same thing. Like very similar ISOs at both levels, very similar skills across the board. He doesn't K much and he walks mm, not a lot either, but walk at 9% and K at 11%. I'll take it. As a 20 year old at double A, yeah. Uh, he'll be up next year, though. That's Jackson Merrill. Number 23, another shortstop. Shortstop, Colson Montgomery with the White Sox. I think he is up very early next year. ETA 2024. My comp from is a lefty, Carlos Correa, with a worse hit tool. A lot of people like to comp him to Seager just because he's a big lefty shortstop. But I think the stats are going to be more Correa-like than Seager-like. I mean, come on. Seager's a, uh MVP-type player. I don't know. Trying to comp him to an MVP-type player is realistic. Uh, Montgomery does have fantastic play discipline though. And as you know, by now I love that as a projection toward fantasy, uh, future fantasy baseball skills growth. Those with good play discipline early will grow in the other areas forward. That's the way I see it anyway. Uh, he should grow into significantly more power too, as he builds more muscle in the six, four frame. I doubt we steal, we see any steals from him. So that is something else. And he was hurt for a good portion of the year. Um, until I see multiple, multiple injuries from position players, injuries don't really concern me. So it's like, okay, he was hurt, whatever. But uh, is a one-off, I think, for now, I see. So as a 21-year-old and high A this year, he hit 345, 537, 552. Only 17 games, so small sample size with three homers and zero steals. Now in double A, in 21 games, he's hitting 260, 418, 455. So his plate skill is really showing here. Walk rate higher than the K rate at high A. And now at double A, he's walking 16 and Kang 23%. So pretty solid there. Power's hovering around 200 ISO at all levels here for Colson Montgomery. But I think there's more in that bat there. So that's Colson Montgomery, number 23. And another shortstop. Just shortstops out the wazoo here. Number 22, Adele Amador. Just got promoted to double A. I don't think he's played a game there yet. Maybe played one. But he's a 20-year-old. My comp for him is Jimmy Rollins meets Luis Arias. Um, he is a really good contact tool. Big contact tool. Big. He has a compact swing, so it's nice, nice and tight. Gets out of the box fast. Helps him reach for hits. Uh, he does hit the ball on the ground too much, though, just like Jackson Merrill. That's a trend with these young shortstops, just hitting the ball on the ground too much. But he does have surprising power for his size. He is good at turning on the ball quickly, and especially when pitchers make mistakes. And the Rockies should have probably promoted him to high last year in double A earlier this year, but that's okay. Just based on what he's done, he's still young. So that's fine. Um, but here is just another guy who could hit the ball in the air more often. Fantastic hit tool, way more walks than K's finally at double A. I've been calling for him to be at double A. Um, Rockies do kind of weird things as far as their prospects. Though, so that is something to keep in mind. So, at high A this year, he hit 302, 391, 514 with nine homers and 12 steals. At double A in only four games, he is hitting 267, 333, 467 with a homer and two steals. So that's Amador for you. Number 21, catcher Ethan Salas with the Padres. Uh, dude is 17, and he's number 21 for me. And this is a fantasy list. My comp is Juan Soto, a catcher. Insane power for his age. He's at double A as a 17-year-old. Uh, insane everything for his age, really. 
could be a Henry Davis situation here where the bat's so good that you don't want him as your primary catcher, but uh, he's a double A 17 year old. So that's just insane. Plate skills are also insane for his age. Usually these young guys, I take for a grain of salt and I try to keep them down as you've seen with Max Clark and Jenkins and Zavala and a bunch of these other young guys. Like I try to keep them down closer to the 50 range, even if I think they're really, really good, but that is how good I think Salas is going to be. Uh, he was unranked for me last time, so I bumped him up quite a bit. Uh, I didn't want to rank a guy like a complex guy at 17, but now he's moving up these levels and showing this kind of skill. Um, I had to. So, by the way, Jackson Merrill was at 57 last time. Now he's at 24. Colson Montgomery was at 48. Now he's at 23. Amador was at 35. Now he's at 22. So Salas unranked now at 21. Let's look at some of Salas' stats to read off to you. So Salas literally turned 17 during the season this year. He's been rocked at high A and double A, but um, he's still walking. He's a 10% walk rate right now in 25 at-bats in double A. Uh, he destroyed low A, though, as a 17-year-old, 267, 350, 487, with nine homers and five steals. So, he, I mean, he's kind of like fending for himself. He's just not making good contact at high A or double A. Like WRC pluses are not good, but... They are obviously promote him way above the level. Like the average age of a double A player is like 22 or 23, and he's 17. He's most 17 year olds, like, I mean, who's driving him? Is he driving himself to these games? Is mom and dad driving him? Like, what? That's insane. It's just insane the fact that a 17 year old is in double A. Number 20, outfielder Pete Crow Armstrong with the Cubs, ETA 2024. There are rumors he could come up this year. I don't really see it. I know Canario could also get called up, so we'll see what happens here. My confirm is Cedric Mullins with a better glove. PCA has superstar potential, insane power and speed potential here. Uh, lackluster contact skills, though, I think. And discipline is, plate discipline is not his best skill either. But the defense is there. Power speed is there. Uh, he could just be like a way, way better version of Harrison Bader, ultimately. But I think he'll end up as a 20-30 guy. And... Um, Let's see what PCA is doing right now in AAA, where we left him off. So he was struggling last I looked, but now he's hitting 253, 360, 453. So that's pretty darn good at AAA with four homers and eight steals and only 94 or 95 at bats, 24 games. At AA, he was smashing 289, 371, 527 with 14 homers and 27 steals. That puts him at 18 homers and 35 steals on the season between the two levels. Very, very good for PCA. All right. Number 19, outfielder Jason Dominguez. Uh, I was high on him before the promotion. This is Remember, I wrote this article two weeks ago at this point, uh, updating my rankings. So Dominguez, I was already high on. Now he's promoted the Yankees. Everybody's all over him now. My comp is a switch-hitting Mookie Betts. 20-year-old Domingos has shown increased plate skills while also demonstrating he made a game changer with base pass. Smashes pitches high in the zone from both sides of the plate. Needs to work on lifting pitches low in the zone instead of smashing them into the ground. Once we get some stat cast data on him, I think he will appear more impressive. We will be in that very shortly because he's going to be in the major leagues uh, as a 20-year-old, which is awesome and like very like probably too aggressive for Yankees at the same time. I didn't think we would see him to like the bin point of next year, but in double a this season, he hit 254, 367, 414 after a terrible start. Uh, he's been very, very hot second half here. 
15 homers and 37 steals to go along with that. At AAA in only nine games, he hit 419, 514, 581 with zero homers and three steals. So the power is like maybe showing is like 15 to 20 homer power right now. Hopefully they didn't promote him too early and he never develops it. But the speed, he's really, really worked on the speed. And he's always had amazing plate skills. I mean, at AAA, only 37 at-bats, but 16% walk rate and 8% K rate. So that's, to me, guess, is just a very mature plate approach here. Number 18, first baseman Kyle Manzaro with the Guardians. He's at AAA, and probably he's going to be promoted to the majors soon. So Kyle Manzardo finally healthy for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I don't know if he's going to come up this year. He could. It's not like Cleveland couldn't use him. And oddly, since they just claimed Giolito, like, I don't know what they're doing. They're like doing like opposite angels or something like that. He's not been good for the Guardians, really. 267, 353, 333. That's okay. Uh, the K rate is way up since going to the Guardians, but he was hurt. So he's just trying to figure himself out. Hopefully they don't promote him too early and kind of just let him get healthy here. And then maybe he breaks camp with the team in the offseason after he gets a chance to be healthy. That, I think, is the best case for Kyle Manzardo, who is my comp is a Joey Votto-esque. I mean, like, Votto is probably Hall of Famer, so that might be a little high. But he's got kind of the same skills, like very good plate skills, maybe like 25 homers a season. Uh, Votto, obviously, like later in his career, just started smashing homers uh, for fun. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, maybe Manzardo gets there someday. But he's a professional hitter, 22-year-old, great contact skills, superstar-level plate discipline. Um, he and walk in and like he could be up right now and survive it's just a matter of getting healthy i think for manzardo number 17 outfielder heston kirstow with the orioles eta i think he's still coming up this year i guess like when rosters expand tomorrow hopefully he's up he's a 24 year old he smashed triple a smashed double a like why not my confirm is jock peterson with a better hit tool uh Kierstead is such an interesting story coming off the COVID injury. He has quick hands, easy power from the left side, simple upright batting stance, really came into his own this season. Um, after like everyone, when he goes drafted, was like, what? Why? Uh, power's legit though. Swing and miss will likely hurt him at the next level. Kind of like jock. So I think we just have a, like a, a better version of a more complete version of jock Peterson here. And he's 24 and a half. So next season, by spring training, he's going to be 25. Like, he could, he should be up at this point. So double A this year, 310, 383, 576 with 11 homers and three steals. Triple A, 300, 373, 512 with eight homers and two steals. So dude is rocking 19 homers and five steals on the season and just about a little less than 500 at-bats with good contact skills. Uh, unlike Jock, <laughs> right? Uh, am I right? So that's Heston Kierstadt. Number 16, Colt Keith. He's been playing some second base lately. Second baseman, I guess, and third baseman for the Detroit Tigers. ETA is 2024. Could come up this year. It's very possible. The Tigers have been very conservative uh, with this new ownership group about promotions uh, because I thought JHM was going to come up forever ago. So we'll see if they push Keith up a level. He's been performing very, very well at AAA as of late. By the way, I'm going to go back to... Uh, Kierstad for a second. Zone contact, 91%. Chase rate, 36.6. Barrel, 10.6. So he hits the ball in the zone, but he chases a lot out of the zone, as you can see. Uh, pretty interesting. 
And compare that with Manzardo, whose zone contact is 87.5. Chase rate, only 22.8. And barrel, 9.8. So you can kind of see the difference in the plate skills between those two hitters there. So back to Keith. Uh, Keith is kind of like a combo between the two, but he hasn't been barreling the ball as much at AAA uh, until recently. So solid hit tool here. Aggressive, power-hungry swing. Plate skills are excellent. But hope is he can get to more power and raise those EVs and barrels before he makes the Major League debut, which he has been doing a bit a bit since uh, I wrote this article. So, Monsieur Colt Keith, 22 year, fresh new 22-year-old, even though it's his age 21 season this year, in double-A, hit 325, 391, 585, with 14 homers and two steals. At triple-A now, like I said, he's been mashing lately. 300, 372, 539 with nine homers and a steal and 207 plate appearances. So in under 500 plate appearances, he's at 23 homers, three steals, hitting well above 300. So, um... Looking here, the EV numbers looking better. And yeah, looks like there has been some progression here in these stats since I wrote the article in the uh, StatCast data. Number 15, shortstop Mason Wynn with the Cardinals. He is up right now. So ETA 2023, 21-year-old. My comp is a young Francisco Lindor with less power. He has really not done very much whatsoever since coming up to the majors, but uh, played good defense. And, I mean, he's 21, so shortstop, defense first. He's hitting ninth. I was not expecting amazing things first year, but I do think that he could put up a rough maybe 240, 250 batting average with 2020 potential in his first full season next year. He obviously has a ridiculous arm, crazy defense, uh, thrifty on the base paths, sneaky 15-inch homer upside right now, like I said. Um and should end up somewhere like stat wise between like Edmund with better play discipline and Francisco Lindor long term. That's what I'm thinking. Swing decisions for him are excellent. Uh, at Triple A, he had 286, 356, 467 with 17 homers and 17 stolen bases. When I wrote this article, what did he end up with? Because I know he was on a power surge right before the call up. So he ended up with. 18 homers and 17 steals at AAA. 99 runs and only 498 at-bats. Major League level, though, he has not even taken a walk yet, so er, that's not good. Babbitt is way down, so take that batting average a little for granted, and he has not hit, been hitting the ball very hard. So uh, that is he only had one WRC+. Plus. He's been pretty terrible in his little Major League uh, appearance here. I will tell you, though, the contact, the zone contact rate is good. Uh, chase rate has been lackluster, not great. Okay, swing strike rate is pretty solid. So the contact stuff is looking good. He just needs to hit with impact contact because he's not making hard contact on the ball. His EV and max EV are pretty far down so far at the MLB level. So I think he's just getting acclimated at the time, but I wouldn't take what he's doing right now like as gospel for long term. Number 14, shortstop Jordan Lawler with the Diamondbacks, ETA 2024. This is another guy who could come up this year if the Diamondbacks really wanted to push it. Um, 21-year-old Mike Compass, Derek Jeter-esque with more speed and a worse hit tool. He's got a nice power swing, may affect his contact ability in the majors, has off-field power, ridiculous speed. Above average base runner, puts himself in good positions to make things happen. On top of having a way above average plate discipline for his age. Um, be fun to see if Lawler comes up, but... Lawler uh, recently promoted to triple. So in double, 
uh, this year. He hit 263, 366, 474 after a really rough start. 15 homers and 33 steals. And only 12 games at triple. He's got two homers, two steals, hitting 283, 397, 457. So he's surviving uh, more or less kind of like Mason Wynn type stats here. Um, he's kind of like, a, he's a year behind though, a year younger. Uh, Mason Wynn spent the whole year at triple. So if Lawler does come up, he may run into some Mason Wynn problems. Uh, maybe them looking at Mason Wynn and what he's doing in the Cardinals is stopping the Diamondbacks from calling him up right now even. So that's something to keep in mind. Logan Ohapi, number 13 here. He may not be eligible anymore. Let me see real quick here. Nope, he barely is. 103 at-bats in his career. So he's, and like, by the end of the season, he's probably not going to be rookie eligible anymore. My comp for Logan Ohapi is Will Smith, slightly above average contact skills for a catcher, uh, all-star level plate discipline and power. So that could lead to a ceiling as a top five catcher in fantasy baseball, I think. Uh, he could hit 25, 28 homers over a full season as a catcher, i.e. Will Smith. So Ohapi. He back, now that he's back, the BABIP is like really, really down. 222 BABIP. So he is running into some bad luck. Power is still there. Um, I'm none too concerned long-term because right now he's hitting 213, 276, 416. But that, like I said, that's with a 222 BABIP. He was not doing that before the injury. He's coming back from an injury. I think at the beginning of next year, once he goes through a full recovery, off-season of recovery, he'll be fine. That's Opapi. Number 12, this guy got called up. Third baseman, Noel V. Marte. I did not see that happening. I did not think he was going to come up this year uh, just because they have so many dudes. But he did. Here he is, 21-year-old, Noel V. Marte, third baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. My comp is David Wright Light. Marte has above-average plate skills, especially for his age. Vargas-like power-speed combo. Going to Cincinnati is only going to help his bat play up. Barrel rates have been off at the AAA level, even though he's making good swing decisions. Now he's at the major league level. So um, he's a takeoff. So let's see. Double A this season. He hit 281, 356, 464 with eight homers and 10 steals. Triple A, 280, 365, 455. Basically the same line uh, with three homers and eight steals. So that gives 11 homers and 18 steals in the minors this season. So far in the majors, he's got five steals. The wheels are looking legit for a third baseman. That's nice. Hence the David Wright comp. However, he's only hitting 171, 256, 257. So that's pretty bad. Uh, Babbitt is okay. It's just a lot of Ks right now for Noel V. And that is really driving him down. Some of the same things that Mason Wynn is running into. A lot of these young guys are coming up and they're struggling once they come up. Uh, they're hitting against way better pitching. So hopefully this doesn't happen to the next guy we're going to talk about. Number 11, second baseman shortstop Ronnie Mauricio, who was just called up to the Mets. Looking forward to this one. He's been at the top of my list in the redraft rankings for a long, long time. So Ronnie Mauricio hits the absolute crap out of the ball uh, for a middle infielder. Mike Comp is a lefty non-cores version of Trevor Story. So above average speed, improved plate approach. Power is the tool that's really going to keep him in business here. Second and short. EVs are ridiculous. Almost a 92 average EV and max EV of 116 for a middle infielder. Is pretty insane. At AAA this season, he hit 292, 346, 506 with 23 homers and 24 steals. I know a lot of people do not like Mauricio as much as me. They think he's too up and down, up and down, maybe too volatile. But uh, that power is just going to keep him in business, going to keep him his swing alive here and make him fantasy relevant. Um, so that is up to the top 
10 now. Number 10, outfielder Wyatt Langford, new draftee with the Rangers. My confirm is Brian Jordan meets Christian Walker, best known power hitter from the recent draft, has 35 homer power in the bat, above average speed too. Uh, I was thinking when I wrote this, he might be a tennis steel guy, but he's showing a lot more speed in the minors so far. So that is a good thing for Mr. Langford, who has already moved up. Well, he's just in high A still. I thought he was, in, he was moving up to double A by now, but I guess not. He's just throwing high A, 324, 457, 622 with four homers and six steals. He should be up. He's walking more than he's king to 21-year-old. I mean, that's his level really as a college grad, but he should be in double A at this point, in my opinion. Should be a fast mover. Number nine, outfielder Colton Kowser with the Orioles. He came up. He went down. My comp for him is Christian Yelich. He's a 23-year-old. I think I already said that. <laughs> uh, has insane contact skills, insane plate skills. Just really did not get to anything in the majors here. So he's got some big-time gap power, uh, good speed, uh, knows how to take a walk, like I said. Really great plate skills. Um Runs abnormally high, Babips too, so that can help him, or maybe it hurts him if he's not doing that. So that is something to keep in mind. Even though he had a rough uh, little showing at the majors, a lot of these guys we're talking about are, so I'm not too concerned long-term. I've seen a lot of these guys who come up, they don't perform very well, and then they come up the next year and they're fine once they uh, get their adjustment in place. But at AAA this season, He's hitting 313, 439, 524, 12 homers, and seven steals. So that just shows you what he's capable of with that 439 OBP. Yeah, 411 Babip, but like I said, he's always running high Babips. Uh, he's got some wheels that help out. Number eight, shortstop Marcelo Meyer. I know people are down on Meyer because he struggled at double A, but uh, dude is 20 years old. I think he's going to be fine. This is Lawler ran into the same thing. Lawler came up and struggled too. Meyer's going to adapt. Uh, I think he's got more power than Lawler, though. I think Lawler is a little more volatile. I think his hit tool is worse than Myers. I think his power is worse. I think he's got better speed. Maybe he's more athletic. I think Meyer uh, is just a more foundational player. Fast hands, good eye, advanced hitting prospect. Um, I think there's a little Water Franco in Marcelo Meyer, though. Not that he likes young girls <laughs> or whatever, but I mean by uh, I think his outcome and his profile is going to lean that way where he's like a lot of batting average. And maybe you don't want that in a prospect. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Marcelo Meyer in high A hit 293-66-524 with seven homers and five steals. At double A, he's hitting 189, 254, 355. <clears throat> 220 Babbitt. <clears throat> so whatever. Like people think he's struggling, fine. Let him think that. It's Babbitt driven just like how Dominguez has been. Six homers and four steals. That gives him 13 homers and nine steals on the season. Uh, like I said, a little Wander Franco-ish. Maybe he goes 15-15 with a really high batting average when he gets to the minors. But um, he's a shortstop. So he's going to play. And his plate skills are going to be good too. So he's going to be great for OBP leagues, I think, just like how Wander is. Number seven, Paul Skeens. Everyone's going to drop him now because he got blown up one time in double-A. Oh, my. Uh, my confirm is Justin Verlander. Uh more curved than slider. Fastball's insane. Command is impeccable, especially with the fastball. Throws high heat, over 100. Uh, durable, consistent. A lot of people watched him because he was in the college uh, baseball. Uh, he was in the College World Series. But, I mean, the stats right now in the minors don't really matter. He's going to be up early next year. Um, 
it's, he's pitching an inning here and inning there. So whatever. Skeen's the man. Uh, best pitching prospect in baseball, in my opinion, with Painter going down. So that puts him here. Number seven, top prospect for pitching. Number seven. Number six, outfielder Evan Carter with the Rangers, ETA 2024. Just got promoted to triple A as a 20-year-old. So that's what I'm saying. Why is Langford, who's 21, not getting not getting promoted higher uh, while he's blowing up high A? There's like no point for him to be there anymore. But my comfort Carter is a bigger Shinsu Chu, just because he's a Ranger, right? Uh, but could grow into more powder power. He's a line drive hitter, can hit the off fields. That's why I think he's got the comp to Chu because he's going to have power speed, but a lot of like doubles in there. Um, I think he's going to develop into a 25 homer guy, though. Eventually, but this season, 284, 411, 451 at double A with 12 homers and 22 steals. Triple A, he's only played two games, so those stats don't really matter. Number five, outfielder Dylan Cruz with the National. Here's a guy who's in double A already. So, Dylan Cruz, my comp is a righty Bryce Harper. Yes, because he's on the Nationals and because he's famous. So, we have to go with that comp. Uh, great all fields power. Good defender, great eye at the plate. Speed is average, so I don't think he's going to be a Cunha or Tatis, but the OBP is going to be there for points leagues. He's a certified stud, playing the outfield right now with James Wood and playing on the same team as Brady House, so that's fun. He is hitting right now. Okay, Daddy. Yeah, Bubba, I'm okay. I'm okay, buddy. Okay, so A-ball. He went from A-ball to double-A, skipped high A. In A-ball, he hit 355, 423, 645, five homers and a steal. In double A right now, in only seven games, he has two steals. So that is Dylan Cruz. Number four, outfielder James Wood, who is partnering in the outfield with Dylan Cruz right now. This is another 20-year-old. So James Wood, 20-year-old, comp lefty Aaron Judge, light tower power from the left side of the plate. Home run swing right here, if we've ever seen one. Biggest power upside of anyone in the top 10. Uh, big, big time power upside. So... James Wood hitting right now in double A, 233, 21-43. Yep, that's going to happen for big dude. Uh, 32% K rate, unfortunately. But he has 16 homers and 7 steals. So the power is legit here. Just got to work on that hit tool right now. And can't have too loopy of a swing, I suppose. Uh, 299 Babbitt should be higher. So that's also bringing his average down. What is his X? I think his XBAs should be closer to like 260 or something right now. So, anyway, high A, he hit 293, 392, 580. So, that gives him 24 homers and 15 steals on the season right now. And dude is six foot six, six foot seven. So, big, big boy here. Number three, outfielder Jackson Chorio. Bumped him way up the rankings. He was 22 last time. Now he's at three. Whereas James Wood was at four and now he's still at four. Evan Carter was at nine. Now he's at six. Cruz, Skeens, and Langford are all new draftees, so they didn't move too much. Colton Kowser went from 16 to nine. Um, Noel V. Marte, 18 to 12. Recio, 23 to 11. Just to let y'all know how much these guys are moving up the rankings, if there's up arrows or down arrows or even arrows. Anyway, Chorio, insanely quick bat. Mike Confirm is Luis Robert, 19-year-old at double-A. Could be in the majors now, even. <laughs> As a 19-year-old, that's how good he is. Uh, despite the lack of steals, I think he has more like 30 steal upside, so he's going to get there. Um, hence, Luis Robert comp. He also has a lot of chase rate, hence the Luis Robert comp. So keep that in mind with Chorio. 
There's a lot of electricity in that bat, but I think he's going to be a Robert Jazz Chisholm type uh, in the majors. So in double A, as a 19 year old, 19 homers and 35 steals, hitting 283, 35, 463. That is absolutely insane. Number two, third baseman Junior Camanero. As we try to close this out before my children have little fits here. Junior Camanero comp Ronald Acuna without the wheels, 19 year old at double A. Quickest bat speed in the minors, in my opinion. Hit tools ridiculous. Power ceiling is catching up right now. Uh, could be one of the best hitters in baseball sooner rather than later. Um, dude is ridiculous. At high A this season, where he started, he had 356, 409, 685, with 11 homers and two steals. At double A, he has another 14 homers and three steals, hitting 313, 374, 521. That gives him 25 homers and five steals as a 19-year-old at high A and double A this season with a well over 300 batting average. Yep, Kevin Arrow's the real deal. And to get to the other other real deal, because we kind of got like a prospect 1A, 1B, 1C here between Holiday and Kevin Arrow and Holiday, in my opinion. Let's get to numero uno, Jackson Holiday. 19-year-old, started in A-ball, made his way up to double A. My comp for Holiday is Wander Franco. Quick bat can reach off fields, but projects out as a more of a line drive and doubles hitter than a power bat. Has ridiculous Stephen Kwan-like discipline. Not the fastest runner, but could steal 10 to 15 bags. Uh, and as the body develops, he's probably going to develop more speed too as he goes because he's only 19. He's not even fully grown yet. These guys are not fully grown yet. They are still children. So anyway, Holiday at the A-ball level, 396, 522, 660 with two homers and three steals. At high A, 314, 452, 488 with five homers and 17 steals. Double A, three homers, two steals, 333, 425, 12. So, well over a 400 OBP at every level. At A and high A was walking almost as much as striking out. Bit of separation at double A here now, but he has 10 homers and 22 steals in the season. So, that is Mr. Jackson Holiday. That's going to wrap us up. Kids having a meltdown. And we'll see you on the weekend for our regular weekly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this series of the prospects. I know this one was a little quick, but I'm babysitting and they're freaking out. So I'll see you. Bye.